I heard on the news, there was a killer out there <laughs> who was targeting people who aren't appreciated in life. <laughs> I would just go out and like skip in the sun, you know? But like, I would just wake up and shout, oh my God, yay, another day. <laughs> Hello, Ghoul Scouts. Would you like to play a game? You've lived your lives enjoying the Saw franchise. And we're here to tell you, it's actually really terrible. And what are you doing? <laughs> I don't want to play a game. But also, I agree with you. Because one, I'm in this trap. But then also, <laughs> I'm a baby and I hate gore. <laughs> and we're the Ghouls Next, next Door. door. <laughs> talking about speaking stuff that's what you've been known to do yes and we are continuing we are starting a new series this month uh spooky month of october our favorite time of the year and we're talking about uh a director and then inadvertently a <laughs> writer who has impacted the horror genre uh with many many a film with many film franchises not just films right because mm -hmm. like we have like directors who've done amazing work and have been making films for a long time, right? And they, but they exist outside of it. So, like, you have Jordan Peele, each one mm -hmm. of his films is independent of the other. Um, even in Carpenter, <laughs> Ramiro does sometimes dabble back into um, his zombie worlds. But for the most part, it's kind of like we made it, we, we go, unless yeah. it's Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah, we did it, now we're done. Yeah. This man has accomplished three different franchises and rumored to be starting another one. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know, the, the endurance and most of, mostly are very different. And I think there's also something to be said about the fact that like they introduce these ideas, they make something really quite interesting that mm -hmm. crashes its way onto the scene of horror and then he passes the torch he hands it over to somebody else um yeah. sometimes the one l is still involved um but for the most part james you know dabbles in it for a little bit and then he gets a new project and he's excited to do that so yeah. um we have dubbed the month of october wantober as we will be covering strictly james wan uh programs mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh kicking off with his first one the saw series which was vaguely covered on the ghouls in an earlier episode it was a guest episode because cat tapped out yeah and honestly <laughs> in watching all nine of these films i didn't uh gabe did because i am a baby um and i watch most of them and then i read about the other ones and it's just because i'm a baby i really can't deal with the gore it's just so much and then also like because of the tism i like get super empathy from like just hearing the people scream it's <laughs> like so i'm just like i can't emotionally deal with this <laughs> So I was going to not for my safety. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
I so when we covered mm-hmm. it, um, it was to talk about tortured porn as like the subgenre of horror, which I would say like it saw different definitely didn't start because you have things like uh high mm-hmm. tension and uh you know martyrs, <laughs> right? Like there it's definitely existed in different ways in the horror genre. I think saw similarly to the paranormal mm-hmm. activity franchise kind of jump started it or um heightened it and you know then we have hostile yeah. and just Eli Roth at any time <laughs> you know and I think like for me growing up uh I mm-hmm. enjoyed the challenge of torture porn of watching it and it was something I was able to very mm-hmm. easily like these are this is not real these aren't real people <laughs> and I was able to just like enjoy certain as- aspects of it um I have seen like most of the hostile films you know I loved cabin fever and I loved you know some of the interviews with Eli Roth and how giddy he would get if when he's the <laughs> audiences were watching that scene in in cabin in, uh or it's not cabin in Woods, what is it uh cabin fever when she's shaving <laughs> And I was like, ah, uh, and how this, like, the audience is, like, cringing and oh, freaking yes, out. And she's yes. just like, yes, I did it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and for uh, me, as someone who was, like, wanted. growing up and wanting to do horror at some point, uh, as a director, I was like, that's really fun. Like, that's a fun, like, to see your work have an impact in that way. I will say, mm-hmm. though, in <laughs> the many years since I last watched this off because I'm way out of date, I think I stopped at like four and I had it. I just like stopped paying attention and ha- yeah. like I knew they kept making films, but it didn't really click. It just kind of like I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't know that the storyline yeah, was as sloppy or like yeah. as deep as it went. And like. I'd heard rumors of some of the traps and was like, oh yeah, that's cool. One day I'll get around to it. And in rewatching them, I have grown <laughs> to mm. be a bit more sensitive to them. And yeah, I, I, it could be with age. I'm a little yeah. more aware of my mortality. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm far more caring about people. <laughs> and then also having my media analysis classes on, I was like, even the message quote unquote, that he's trying to give you is really not enough to to make me feel good about what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah, we were texting about that the other day where it was like, for whatever reason, just in watching all of the gore that we have and like I, I think it is like a growing as people kind of thing. I don't know. We're like, we just like have developed a lot more like media analysis views for things and like the empathy that comes with like really humanizing all the characters that you're seeing on screen and like what they mean uh makes it harder to watch that kind of stuff it's like it was when I was younger like I was like what a fun wacky time of murder time you know I remember watching the Saw movies and like really not being super impacted by them just being like oh that's so fun I don't mind gore. I love horror movies. La da da. I love love life. I'm I'm never gonna die. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm young. Um, yeah. And yeah, I think it's like a combination of all those things. I don't want to say like if you're. I feel weird saying growth because it's like it's it can't just be entirely that because there's people who like are fully growth humans, you know, and love gore. So I don't know if it's necessarily that, but 
I think our media analysis angle to it and like mm-hmm. just feeling like yeah, and the people I, who are watching our people. So firstly, I do want to say uh, that it, as ridiculous as they are, um, they are fun. There are elements to it that are genuinely fun. And I think if you mm-hmm. are someone like myself who who are intrigued by the traps, yeah. I think that's why the plot suffers so often and gets really silly is because, yeah, the target yeah. is the traps. Like, well, let's see what crazy thing we can do with the bodies. And also, like, yeah. bastardizing and twisting the original, again, quote-unquote, message of Jigsaw is also a part of that, right? Um, both confronting the flaws in the original narrative but also how it because it's so flimsy (laughs) because it's not a very good argument it's so easily uh distorted and re remade into a different image by the many protégés that he has um (laughs) so yeah yeah every single time such a twist and you're like what how did we get here and then they're like let me show you every single image of how we um, got here so now you know for sure so i was just talking to our good friend jeff and we were talking about how um you know saw is one of those horror films that not a lot of people can get into and we will often say like you should most people should give certain horror films a shot like (laughs) you know and some of them are safe uh to try out so for example like the final destination franchise the deaths are so goofy yeah they're very silly you don't feel like these this is really happening and so you can really just like get into make-believe worlds and not feel yo the right stress that's what it is because in like i don't mind it in like other movies where it's like just seems so fantastical like that would never happen but serial killers absolutely exist so i think maybe that's what it is about the saw movies specifically that like i just can't get through because it's like people doing that to other people and that's scary if it's like a monster of Mm -hmm. death that like is supernaturally messing with people sure that's silly yeah. and fun but if it's just some guy who decided for whatever reason you needed this you're experience, not living life enough yeah like what and that's just like so scary and like also just like looking i'm like did i ever do anything that would make john kramer come for me isn't that his name <laughs> probably yeah that would um, be so yeah you know it's just like it's extra scary because it's like a very human element to it where like a person could do those things yeah like a saw copycat could exist in real life he makes those things with metal yeah you know and later with lasers parts he and yeah (laughs) i think um the other part of that is graphically right it is very true to the human body like it's Mm -hmm. absurd things happening to the human body but it's not a far-fetched like when we see people getting smushed by panes of glass and final destination or sliced through in that way um it still seems kind of silly it's still giving you know 13 ghosts right it's still giving camp in a way that saw Mm -hmm. is not doing saw is like no scientifically what would happen if you injected a human body with a bunch of acid from the inside and then they just (laughs) they just cooked from the inside out like what would happen and then they do that and you're like oh okay that's what would happen i guess It just feels, yeah, it just feels so believable, yeah. like, that that could happen to a person if in this scenario. And that's what makes it really scary Yeah, for me. and I think um, that that's a big thing. So I would say, you know, there are film, like, 
films and and topics that we cover where we're like, you know what, go ahead and you can do it. We're giving you the okay. This is one where we say you can absolutely instead listen to this episode and never watch a Saw film. That's okay. You, yeah. I will tell you everything yeah. you need to know. You will, you won't miss a thing because <laughs> I. <laughs> I watched all nine films. I did it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm miserable, but I did it. Um, 9.5. Yeah. I watched all of them. And maybe I'll watch the 10th one, generally because I am curious uh, of what they do. And that comes out later this month. So we'll see how it goes. I just, I watch them all. And I th there are some overall themes or some overall ideas um, that I'm not super cool with and then there's like the traps that really stick with me where um yeah so my intention for this episode <laughs> is I, I have no idea where it's gonna go so I absolutely apologize to anyone who sees the runtime and it's very long because I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna do yeah <laughs> but we're gonna talk it's a lot of films to get through it's not like the other ones where it was like five or like three yeah this is like almost 10 whole movies it's so much so and there's <sighs> a lot happening I will say it might be a little easier because some of them there's a the storyline is literally just one story um, it's nothing yeah. new. So that's kind of interesting as far as a, a, um, a franchise to go this long and it'd be like within months of each other <laughs> until the like, mm -hmm. last one. So I think that's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I, I intend to kind of go over some themes, some issues that I have with John's twisted logic and just, you know, <laughs> about this the other way i'll also go over all the films give you a little blurb about what happens in each one of one of them i i'm gonna not do every single bit of it but give you the gist of yeah. like what is occurring in those films and then maybe some of the parts that stuck with me and then we can we'll also talk about some of our favorite traps and whether those are the ones that hurt us the most <laughs> emotionally and physically and made us go ow like my there are parts of my body that genuinely hurt like they ached after yeah. watching that I was like, mm -hmm. okay, you did it. You yeah. did accomplished. I, you're right. I would not want to die that way. <laughs> yeah, you got me. Saw film. I, a new fear unlocked. I didn't know that that was a fear for me because in what world would I be in this situation with these That's traps? But now I am scared. Yeah. To, I'm That's saying like true. people who are aware of the jigsaw, like serial killer and they are, they wake up in the trap. Right. I'd be like, dang, yeah. if I heard on the news, there was a killer out there <laughs> who was targeting people who aren't appreciated in life. <laughs> I would just go out Every and like day. skip in the sun, you know? And I know that means he but wins. Like, I would just wake up and shout, oh my God, yay, another day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sun salutations, <laughs> I but I can't loud. wait for another um, one. Just really yeah, bring it on. It. Make sure he knows. He yeah. spies on them for like just weeks. like the biggest smile. So like I'm yeah. gonna make it real apparent that I'm just digging yeah. life. Yeah, like I am gonna, and, uh -huh. and, and it sucks because it that means he wins, right? You're you're creating the world. That's what I want to see. I want to see someone who's like, <laughs> there's an <laughs> epidemic of people who are fake happy because there's a jigsaw character out here, and he, everyone's just like, oh wow, what a wonderful day! It's so good to see you. None of us are cheating on our husbands and wives. Not like <laughs> nobody's doing anything wrong. But he's against antidepressants. You just have to be naturally happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh my God. again so, so like ridiculous. Yeah, so. 
My favorite thing is so much that John Kramer, and I don't remember the man's name, and I apologize to the internet who I know love him, uh, Breaking Bad Man, uh, with a hat. You know, I'm the one who knocks. You know what I'm talking about. Both of them <laughs> got a cancer diagnosis and were like, wow, life is really unfair. The system is unfair. This is awful. What particular set of skills do I have? Yeah that can fix this problem or address the problem. And their answer wasn't like, let me dismantle the systems of oppression. <laughs> let me go after, like until later, he does kind of get there maybe a little bit and he misses the mark still. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> both of them were like, no, instead we're going to prey on vulnerable people who are also hurting. <laughs> like, what are, like, yeah. And, and they really play off John to be, like as the series develops, they do play off John to be like a lifetime hero, right? He works, um, he, you know, is like an architect and he's building um, uh, housing for <laughs> lower income folks and people who, who are vulnerable in that way. And in it, specifically in times of like uh, that being stressed um and he's going out of his way and like e even with the caution that he has towards his wife's job like he still is very adamant about like people sa getting saved in some way and so he does that his whole life and I, it for me I'm just like that is a serial killer kind of thing sometimes so it's like <laughs> you could be both right you could care about people and then something happens and now you've you've jumped it you've jumped the shark of life and here we are. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I guess it's just like also considering like his perspective as a white man was just like, of course, this is the solution. It's not the people above that are the problem. It's going to be the poor people do it to themselves. Yeah. Yes. Drug addicts. It's a choice. <laughs> yes. That's everything's a choice. You know, no one, <laughs> everyone chooses to be broke. You know, everyone chooses that. That's not a systemic issue. Yeah. That's an individual person issue, according to him. It's like, and <laughs> at one point, he has a whole trap where he literally spells it out. He spells out, you were born, like, with power. You were born white, wealthy, you know, in this, mm -hmm. like, you were given all the advantages of life. And then he completely ruins it. And I will get to that because I think it's so, like, I audibly, like, I was laughing out loud, literally, because I was like, yeah, how <laughs> you were so close. And so I feel like that happens so often with him because uh, he's essentially <laughs> the horror version of that really uh, terrible country song that was top of the charts and you know, all the Republicans were playing it, completely missing the mark. Uh, the Richmond, north of Richmond, where it was so close. Okay. It's very close to the point where he's like, you know, they have all the money there. They have all the power, the Richmond, north of Richmond, and we're suffering. Like, no one's taking care of us, the poor folk. Right. Yeah. And then he has this line where he takes a dig at uh, people who are bigger and who eat snacks using their welfare benefits. Yeah. And I was like, what is this detour we're taking <laughs> to hurt, to continue? Like, what is, what is, what are they doing that you yeah. seem to think is exactly the same <laughs> as the rich people in Richmond yeah. who are actively harming everyone? 
this little pit stop just you've totally undermined what you're saying and i get like i know where he's coming from because i know people who are like that and and the problem is they don't understand that they're um running in exactly to the narratives uh that keep us separated right Mm -hmm. uh you know the the us versus them (laughs) like uh narratives that we have that keep us separated so that we cannot come together and make a difference (laughs) right and so that's what exactly what Mm -hmm. jigsaw is where he's like so close so close to like this is an issue right this is a problem and then specifically targeting vulnerable people right so he's vulnerable uh, he's targeting sick people he's targeting grieving people like the offenses <laughs> of the folks are like uh people who are users right um and mm-hmm. drug addiction is an illness right and also a product of their environment and circumstances um <laughs> like he, he equates that to being he equates that if we're following like it's not john kramer but the jigsaw rhetoric is equating users drug users to nazis at some point like <laughs> you know because Christ. that's one of the people in the traps the only one where i was like yep this one's yeah. a good one you did it <laughs> good job um so close other yeah, people, are there, people who are grieving literally grieving yeah you know, uh he has people who stole pocket change and freaked out because of that yeah. panic and ended up resulting in someone losing their life he has someone who's taking pictures of another person who was doing bad things and somehow he's in the trap you can't no one can convince me why that man is in the trap in the first there's one. yeah there's so much just like skewed logic and <laughs> as you said you're just like very close to the point not quite there and just like victimizing the wrong people and, and what's wild is when you show me a youtube video uh it was going through like the whole plot and one of the things that they said is that because john in one of the films i don't know but he he ends up attempting to end his own life and then when he lives from that experience that is what made him think that you have to live through almost die to want to live. And it's like, actually, that's not how that works. You're just giving people complex trauma that is not going to make their lives easier or make them feel happier about existing. Like you had one very specific experience that is not going to apply to literally every other human that exists. Um, People handle trauma entirely different. Like the science of trauma is that, that like you can experience all the same things and have an entirely different way of processing that with your brain. And you're like, chemicals in your brain and your emotional processing like trauma is not the same for everybody so you say oh i fell off a bridge or like a cliff i'm gonna make everyone have that kind of experience and we'll all come out wanting to be here is just so stupid <laughs> and it's very it's true to yeah. him i guess it's, it's and i'd say every like especially like all his proteges reveal that that's not the case because every one of them comes yeah. out like, oh, I am thankful for life and then hurt people. They don't do it yeah. for whatever, quote unquote, good he thinks he's doing it. And he knows that like he's not a fool in that. He knows that and he sets them up, too. And I think that's silly. Like, why do you give him so much power? You don't have to keep doing traps. Yeah. traps. Just have a conversation, bud. Just talk to people. <laughs> yeah. And if anything, like all those experiences could show him like, hey, 
not everyone's going to take the same thing out of this experience. The people who have survived had a totally different scenario than you an emotional impact on their lives than you. So like, why do you keep thinking this is mm-hmm. going to work? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, that, so there's a lot of levels to that. It's also like life is not a walk in the park, right? You need to let people do like live the way that they're going to live. And it's not until he really is targeting the people who are a part of the system or actively harming people that that becomes more important. So I think like there are Mm -hmm. victims in his traps that are deserving of some type of justice. I wouldn't say that they deserve to be put into traps, Um, but there is justice that should be done for those people. So for example, the cops, um, although the ones that he goes after, like in the second one, um, you know, he was planting evidence. And later there's ones that like, you know, do false testimonies. There's ones that just like, Mm -hmm. don't answer calls. Um, And it's essentially like these cops aren't doing the job, which is to protect and serve. They're doing neither. (laughs) So here they are in a trap, Mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. Like I get like justice needs to happen to them. The insurance company folks, Um, the real estate folks are people who like were the result of five people dying in an apartment building because of they wanted money for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Nazis uh, (laughs) for sure uh, deserved it. Was like, that's the one where I was like, it's okay if this trap is rigged to not win. (laughs) I was like, this is literally the only one where I'm like, it's okay if this one doesn't work. That's okay. This one, you can put them in the butt. You can put them in the angel trap. You can put them in there. You can put them in the swinging, the pendulum, yeah, pendulum thing. You can put them in that. You can put them in the the mouth, little mouth thing. <laughs> All the ones that don't that sure. don't work. The ones who were specifically never allowed to survive. Absolutely, you can put them in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way they died was fun anyway. So, um, <laughs> but I just think there are better targets than the ones that he chooses. Um, and and sometimes they're yeah. sprinkled in there. There is like a an abuser, um, like a child abuser, and wife abuser who's in a trap but he puts the wife in the trap too because she didn't speak out so he's yeah. ignorant of the fact that that's a very complicated situation yeah like and that also gets confronted later there's a girl like a woman who survived there's like a survivors group and one of the women survives and explains like it was her versus like her husband and she realized that he had been har- harming her her whole life so she like you know, it's kind of us versus them. She killed him. And the, this other survivor is like, it took that for you to leave. Like, there really was just like, <laughs> you cannot be thanking him for that. There are other ways yeah. that you could have been doing that. Um, yeah. And then the uh, like, also you could, you know, this go after other serial killers. And I guess he kind of does in the fact that he goes after his own protégés. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess in this world, there aren't really other serial killers or not as prolific as John Kramer um, to that extent. Yeah. So he could have been Dexter, though, you know? At least not in this, like, locale. I guess it's limited to where yeah, they live. Yeah, and especially because it's, like, a year. <laughs> yeah. this stuff is happening. Um, the other thing is uh, it's super ableist for a number of reasons. Like, the traps themselves mm-hmm. um, <laughs> are super ableist. There's uh, this YouTuber and he is differently abled and he'll do like rating um, <laughs> like horror villains and if they're ableist or not. And he like totally yeah. digs into Jigsaw. I'll see if I can find it. Um, 
but he like labels all of them and some of them are really funny um and some of them are surprising where he's like you know what this person would be an ally (laughs) this one not so much but i think one of the biggest messages is like so often the message is like you have to like you suffer some bodily harm that will change the way that you function in the world but not so much that you don't function in the world and it's that's horrifying oh you won't have a leg yeah you won't have an arm you hurt your hands you can't see like all of these things and it's like people already live that way and that happens to people all the time like people live and they're they're not differently abled and then one day they are and it is not the end of the world like so that threat is really gross (laughs) to to begin with Mm -hmm. um and again it's also like the the mental illness um, factor to a lot of the people who end up in his traps um he's definitely um just not understanding of brain chemicals yeah. <laughs> as much as he knows how the physiology <laughs> works and what happens if you twist an arm a certain way or whatever uh he doesn't know that yeah sometimes our brain doesn't make the right chemicals yeah, like some people are just don't have as much dopamine, so they need antidepressants, man. Like, and you don't have to murder them for that, or like put them in this awful contraption and like make them feel horrible about the fact that, like, yeah, they feel sadness. Like, what? It's absolutely absurd. Um, he's rude. That's how I feel. But that he's a murderer, yeah, so he's not supposed to be good. And I think that's a big thing. He wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, a good guy. I will say that there is like I do like that. There's they're kind of poking fun in later in the saw eight (laughs) the one before spiral saw eight i'm pretty sure uh they kind of poke fun because somebody in there is a big saw like jigsaw fan and it's like it's kind of like a a true crime obsession level where other people who are like why do you like that that's weird um and i think that is a poke at the audience at that point um because people do like i think there's also a twisted understanding of of john too of him being a hero and Mm -hmm. he's really not and then people being like he's technically never killed it's like that's incorrect because he threw that man in razor wire after he survived the one trap and tried to kill him he did he didn't make that a trap for the person to live he just threw him in a trap and that happens in the beginning that's his first trap so he killed immediately (laughs) so you made your own story and you messed it up (laughs) so he's a liar um, yeah so i will let's start with (laughs) let's start with the the order of the films and i'll try to like place them i'll try to help i'm gonna walk everyone through it's all listen for people listening and watching <laughs> okay i just want give me a little grace okay because i've watched all nine films 9.5 yeah in like a, in really a short, short amount of time, span of time. And all of them are very much the same film they're all happening yeah. at the same time like literally days some concurrently okay they're happening at the same yeah. damn time and sometimes you learn that that film happened a long time ago and you're like <laughs> what are we doing so give me some grace i'm asking for it <laughs> i just i think it is yeah it. i watched a lot of these horrible films for you okay i hurt my soul for you 
So let's endure, let's endure together uh, the Saw film. Yeah. So let's start with Saw number one, which kicked us all off. I will say Saw is like the first one was one of the best films I had ever seen in the horror genre. When it came out, I was yeah. in the theater. And this is a funny story because I think about it often. <laughs> and I thought about it a lot yeah. since we were doing this episode because in the film, mm -hmm. when we get to that ending... And it was such a big mm -hmm. twist. I was like, I was out of my chair in the theater. Cause I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was stuck. I was like, whoa, whoa. Like, what do you oh mean? Oh my God. Genius. <laughs> Blown away. Blown away. Right. And I turned, yeah. I don't even know who I was there with. It, it's like the movie encompassed everything that I did, but I turned to whoever I was there with. And I looked at them and I said, they can never do that again. <laughs> They could never make another one of those. <laughs> yeah. Nine films later. Um, I guess they can. That's so funny. Uh, Gabe, what were you? I, I was just like, wow, that was the most that was the most amazing twist. You can't do that anymore. And I really should stop saying that. Because I feel like I've done that for a few films where I was like, that was really great. That's it. It's done. Because I'm someone who's like, we told our story yeah. and that was all we needed. And then we end up with more. How do we have another yeah. orphan film? Like, I don't get it. Like, the first one was fine. It's because we live in a capitalistic society, Gabe, that has nothing to do with talent and everything to do with how much money people have. So yeah. uh, they, like, love to be like, oh, my God, free market makes so much creativity. It's like, no, it stifles creativity because then the people who have the money make all the films over and over and over <laughs> again. The same films. And when they didn't need to, they could have stopped. They could have stopped. Saw film Paranormal Activity, right the first one could have been it. This one could have been it. On a Terminator films do we need? Not like five, you know. We were good at two, honestly. We didn't need a third one. Uh, so it's just like, you know what I mean? Like it's just there's so many films that do that. And it's because yeah. they were like, you know, you did such a good job the first time. Just keep do that plot. And they were like, wow, I didn't expect to get more money for this. So I didn't, uh, and now we have to make all these films and they're sloppy because we didn't think there was going to be more. And now I have to cover up all this plot and then you just got to keep going because they just love giving money. They're like, you did it once. You made us money. So here's more money going. so that you can make us more money. That's the whole thing. Plot is a really. That's my rant. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Plot is a nice word. Plot is a nice word for, for them <laughs> and what occurs in these films. But Saw 1, it is wonderful, right? Saw 1, yeah. we get um, yeah. the guy from Princess Bride. I apologize again, the internet's yelling at me because that's a, that's a cult classic and people love him. I know him personally. What I know him from is Psych. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my contribution to him is I know him from Psych. It's I didn't even realize that. That's he gets hilarious. Wiley Villa um is him and he is a doctor <laughs> he's a doctor and he yeah. Alyss, I can't ever say his last name but it's there now Carrie Ellis something like that I don't know how to say his last name I apologize again internet don't stop yelling I can hear you um <laughs> so he uh is a doctor and he wakes up well he doesn't wake up this other guy wakes up in a tub full of water he was probably drowning a question mark <laughs> but he wakes up drowning and uh it's part of the plot but he does uh undo the water in the thing instead of just leaving the tub uh and oops 
That was important. Yeah. That's not really a trap because he didn't have all his faculties. Yeah. That's a trick. That was not a trap. That was a trick. Um, anyway, lots of flaws in Jigsaw's logic right out the gate. But he wakes up in this room. They're in this really dingy basement bathroom type space. Uh And Dr. Carey is there. And he and the other guy are chained to parts of this room. And there's a saw, because that's the name of the film. And because the guy's name is Jigsaw. Uh And um, because of puzzles. There's a lot of reasons saws are involved. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> they have to piece together why they're there. They have tapes and they, I, I think it's fun because they have to, because it exists as its own film, it's not a predecessor. It is just a film that didn't even intend to have other films. Mm-hmm. That it has a lot of really unique qualities to it that were fun, right? It's it's yeah. very like Hunt a Killer. <laughs> I was like, Jill just needs yeah. to get a job, like a hunter killer box, bring him to an escape room. <laughs> you know, yeah. just itch, scratch those itches I'll for him. Give him, him ideas. Um, <laughs> no, like, mm, <laughs> this is all um, I needed. Yep. <laughs> get him a good jigsaw puzzle. They just need some more attention at home. But uh, they, I think what's really great about the first one is uh, them, you know, organically figuring out how they know each other there's uh playfulness uh, from the from jigsaw mm-hmm. of them against each other because it's like who, mm-hmm. how, why would you trust this person i don't yeah. know them and i'm stuck in this room right um there's like them trying to get the pieces together find the x on the wall the only reason they would have found it is if the lights mm-hmm. had turned on and recharged it um <laughs> and all these like different things and then there's the added stress of like dr carrie's um mm-hmm. family is in danger and he learns that in the this and then all alongside that we're mm-hmm. also following the cops um so we're following um danny glover and I'm totally blanking on the other man's name. Uh, this is where I can put my picture of me and Jane Glover again. Um, but they are trying to figure out this, this because they're finding other traps that this uh-huh. serial killer has created. And they're finding that this person is indeed a serial killer. And in his, his call sign is a little jigsaw piece. And uh, he makes traps yeah. that people are supposed to come out of so at one point dr carrie before he was in this trap was suspected to be jigsaw and so we learned that someone had survived his trap right and so there was the reverse uh bear trap which is on her face and which is on cat's face <laughs> for people who are watching it's really good cat so there's the reverse bear trap which everyone loved and um Somewhat unfortunately, uh, never get to see how it works, like truly on the body because she escapes. Uh, we learned her name is Amanda and she got out and she had been a drug user. And after surviving was like, you know what? Life is actually great. Right. Yeah, I love being here. <laughs> My pro- so- I don't need drugs ever again. I just want, I'm immediately cured. 100%. Who needs rehab? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Instead of, um, um oh my god i'm totally blanking narcan we could just have saw traps yep. <laughs> that's all you know that's what they uh, think. That's, yep. I think so flaws Jesus. in this film already with the logic so of jigsaw and person mm-hmm. listening you're welcome to answer me um in amanda's trap she's in 
the 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 head thing and she's told she has to get her key from this person who's supposedly dead on the ground so first of all she's lied to right that's not fair second of all he's not dead he's alive so who is that who is that why is he in this trap why did he deserve to die yeah because he couldn't live like the way that they had it in there she has to kill him to get it so it really wasn't anything to do with her and her will to live it was like do you want to live so bad that you'll kill somebody else that's not <laughs> that's not the yeah. not what he goes for so like self-mutilation absolutely like i understand the logic for him ableist yeah. but i get it right this one doesn't make any sense yeah and he starts out like not making any sense because 100 yeah like that person one they didn't get a test like why are they there in the first we never place about like, that on the ground. they get no chance to decide that they want to be alive yeah um and then also that he hates murderers so much he keeps saying that and like all but these he movies and, um, <laughs> he made a murderer immediately they're like yeah murder them <laughs> And, you want to live so bad. Let's really instill that in you forever. And she's not arrested. I think that's a really big deal, too. I think in any other circumstance, even the fact that she was in that trap and she would have died, they would have she would have been on trial or something for manslaughter. Yeah. Involuntary for sure. But she did it. Um, yeah. So question marks for these cops. Anyway, some of the things that we get <laughs> introduced them, yeah. to is people saying Jigsaw never killed anybody. He did. Mm-hmm. Um, this takes place like this is relatively at the beginning of jigsaw's career um it it does kick off a few things we get as a result of this film we get two possibly three of his proteges because it tells you it's like oh but actually there was someone else over there um but for sure Mm -hmm. two come from here um i just i'm a little fuzzy if the third one was there um and (laughs) he so the whole thing for people who are unaware is that john kramer was diagnosed with cancer and he was diagnosed too late his tumor was too large and the reason it was it was too late was that um they had done x-rays and they had gotten mislabeled by a sloppy attendant and that person comes into play immediately he's one of their first traps it's kind of a spoiler for a later film um but one of his first traps involves this guy who doesn't wake up in his trap fast enough and john immediately so actually there are four (laughs) proteges that come from this film um because he uh he eventually saves that man who had mixed up his results because he's like that's technically not a good read that's just me being hateful Right. Like that was a mistake. Yeah. He wasn't trying yeah. to hurt One, me. The healthcare and yeah, the healthcare industry, people are overworked as heck and like are going to make mistakes. Human error exists. Like you're working insane hours with like not enough pay. And also under like really stressful circumstances, like you're going to make mistakes. That's and just that's what, what John thinks. He says, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You should live. And you know, what? instead, I see that you're actually quite troubled. You have PTSD from war. What would be really good and helpful for that trauma would be to help me make traps like the reverse bear trap. <laughs> mm. Help me make that for one of my first victims. Um, so Perfect. there's a little tie in for you uh, for the plot that's happening. Uh, so he has this lackey who comes in just to make a few of these traps and then he's gone. He's not really here until the end of the series. Um, we have Amanda who has survived spoilers she's one of his proteges later and we have <laughs> more spoilers uh 
the uh, Dr. Carey becomes a jigsaw later, too. And there's mm. a third, another one in there. But he, we haven't seen him yet, so I don't want to tell him. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this is a big deal because um, we have the scene where uh, Dr. Carey does uh, saw his leg um, off. Because that's the name of the yeah. movie, and it's a big deal, right? It's like it was on all the posters. Um, yeah. <laughs> everyone got sawed off, like, and he does that, and he's trying to leave because uh, it's revealed that Jigsaw was there the whole time. He likes to watch. Um, and this whole time, we were led to believe that Jigsaw was this other guy who was holding the doctor's wife hostage. Turns out he was also a part of it. Mm-hmm. That's they love a good twist. They love like actually, yeah. As the whole films. <laughs> so when um, Jigsaw actually gets up, he takes off like the fake blood um, off his head. And then he's like, you failed. <laughs> and then he goes to close the thing. <laughs> yeah. Look, I cut off his leg and then he went to go get help um, and leaves the photographer there. Um, and it is, you know, you're led to believe that he's going to go get help. And he says that he promises that, but he's probably going to burn. He's going to probably bleed out. <laughs> is also what you think. Yeah. But neither of those things happen um instead he goes out he does um like solder like uh his wounds with a war like a hot pipe that he finds okay um but while he's doing that amanda is going in there and um suffocating the photographer yeah. so that he doesn't suffer because she loves to do that. That was, good. that was like the only nice thing she did, if I'm being really honest. She could have let him go, but I think as far as like the alternative was he was just in there and he would just That's slowly die. <laughs> just, like there's not there's that's the only credit I'll ever get Amanda. She's trash yeah. otherwise, literally. Um yeah. but so her trap had happened significantly before this one because she helps him set it up. And we learned that yeah. immediately later. <laughs> so um, and not only did uh, Dr. Carey, like, you know, uh, fix his wound, but John finds him and is like, congratulations, congratulations, you survived, such <laughs> you a good it. job you did. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a, a prosthetic and a mentorship. And you're going to help me. So, and no one's going to know until much later. <laughs> Everyone's like, it just doesn't make sense, because like they tortured his family like he was so upset like he's that's still a thing that happened it just doesn't make sense to me that he he would have any motivation to help i don't see him not appreciating life his problem was that he was sleeping with students right and cheating on his wife yeah but that didn't change a great doctor but like change yeah he yeah. was a, he was like a mediocre doctor, but he was a good enough doctor that he could do all the surgical implants for all the traps later. <laughs> so when people oh, got a key in their eye, guess what? That was scary. Um, so uh, I refer to him as Doctor Jigsaw. So everyone knows okay. he's Doctor Jigsaw. Doctor Jigsaw. Amanda's just Amanda Jigsaw. Um, <laughs> she could yeah. be girl Jigsaw. <laughs> um, no. Amanda Jigsaw is fine. And then um. So that's the first one, and that's like the big reveal. It's really crazy. And then the second one, um, we have um, Donnie Wahlberg is a crooked cop who's been uh, doing bad evidence things, and you know has informants and blah 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 blah. And he's mean. He's yeah. a classic cop. He's angry, <laughs> you know. And yeah. he uh, also has a not a great relationship with his son, and that's so bad. Yeah. 
so bad. And um, his son gets kidnapped and is put into a house of horrors. So before we had one room, two people trying to figure it out with some like peripheral traps. This one, we have a whole room, like a whole house full of traps. Full of people. Yeah. Super confused, to be quite honest, about... Like, so all of the traps could have been survival if they work together. Um, yeah. But it's, for me, it's the people he put in there. And again, having this logic. So he has people who like, um, again, are, are users. Um, Amanda is back. She's in it because she was har- harming herself. The boy is in it. He doesn't really know why. There's a girl who, what was Seventh Heaven in there for? She... Did a crime. I don't remember what the crime was, but like she had also been like accused and put away by his yeah. dad. I think it was like a drunk driving or something. Yeah, like they had all gone mm-hmm. to jail. Sex that was worker. like the theme, except for him. Yeah, because his dad put all these people away. But specifically, he put them away by framing them or or planting evidence. That was the biggest thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. so much that like they were doing crimes for sure, but they got caught yeah. and were put away because he planted evidence. That's a big deal. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I think the biggest thing is like we have a drug dealer and if like users, victims, right? They're, they're the vulnerable community. I don't see why they're in there. A drug dealer, absolutely. <laughs> He's one of the only ones where I'm like, he should be in here. The thing is, this is where I feel like his, his uh, terminology of what his like motives is gets a little like swampy because it is like you have to value life you don't value your life but it really should be you don't value life in others lives because if that man proved anything it is that he wanted to live he was hacking himself up he was murdering people left and right memorizing numbers doesn't know what an order they go into but he knows the numbers um yeah (laughs) like he's not the smartest man right um but he had the strongest will to live straight up in amanda's yeah, face he was yeah he was like so ready to just murder everybody like immediately so yeah i agree it was like a different problem for mm-hmm. him they didn't belong in the same house yeah together. yeah i just think it like when he put like for some of them um it makes a lot of sense that they're all in the same house i do like that when the way that we learn how they're all connected i thought that was really fun um that they all in some way were affected by this one person and then it's like what will happen when they find out who this kid is i think that was fun i think some of the traps in here were also fun the um one that haunts a lot of people is the um pool of needles um that amanda gets pushed into um, especially yeah. because of the time period in which it was like made and um, like AIDS and other dangerous things that weren't quite well managed um, would be really terrifying to have. And so yeah. it's not even like that trap was more psychological than it was um, physical, although it absolutely was physically painful. Um, and for that scene, yeah. they had to painstakingly take all the needles off of them. Uh, so she's like, you know one around and then she had specific ones that were in her um yeah <laughs> but like yeah <laughs> yeah another there were a lot of like good traps and that like not good as in like 
I would love to be there, but like good as in like, oh, that was generally scary. Like they burned a guy alive. Mm-hmm. The the arm thing. I don't even know how you would get out of that unless you had someone yeah, helping you. I think you. that's a big thing. So what Kat's referring to is there's a, a scene where a woman puts her hand in. It's kind of like a Chinese finger trap in that way where yeah. you go in and you can't come back out because now the blades have yeah. come in and so they slice her um, and she tries to yeah. grab the thing. Um, the way that that could have worked is if someone, like if she took her other hand and held yeah. that open, right? Um, yeah. But also she doesn't do that. She puts her other hand in like an idiot um, and she's also all alone. <laughs> so like somebody yeah. else could have, like two people could have maneuvered that. Um, it was just mm-hmm. kind of silly at that point. I think a lot of it too, drugging them so that they become less and less um, in control of their faculties was really difficult. And also, like, where he get nerve gas from? I just feel like that can't be easy to the come doctor. Um, <laughs> doctor, sure. Lisa. And then also, um, I think having Amanda. So it is revealed at the end of this one that Amanda is a jigsaw too. Having her in the trap um, in the test made it um, not work anymore because she gives them all the answers. Yeah. Like yeah. I know she's trying to play it in to support them but it, it i actually think it hindered them because now they don't even know like what is the point of like to give like up an escape room and you have the person who runs it in there with you yeah that's cheating that's fair <laughs> yeah. so that one i think is really silly the it's a little sloppy the way that they could have gotten out of it like with the code i think would have been like again a lot of it's like if people just talk to each other instead of freaking out and you'd think you would know by yeah. now that people panic and don't think logically in times of panic but yeah. he never learns that and i just think it's crazy that all of this from one corrupt cop and the thing the biggest thing is it's like he's the cop is a big bad guy but we put all of his victims in a house and killed them and yeah. we watched him not care not care so yeah, hard he time. didn't even know he, them he cared about the kid he just like cared about no one else though Absolutely. he didn't recognize them he, yeah. So I think like that's that was really crazy for me. Um, and again, this is why later in Spiral, when he's like, "You never targeted cops," I was like, "This is literally the second film. This is literally the second film, yeah. and that's a whole All point is, is is this specific cop? The yeah. cops in the last one got hurt because they were just getting in the way, right? And this one, people yeah. are like purposely going after the cops. Like the girl gets in the angel trap, the lady cop. Yeah. And that one uh-huh. wasn't survivable. Nope. So yeah stress yeah. um yeah. that's all too and it's also like this is one of the ones where they, their trick is that the footage that we've been watching this whole time has already happened and so then it gets a little sloppy because yeah. it's kind of time traveling where it's like where, <laughs> yeah. what time period is he in and then you know he and then donnie ends up in the og trap of the room he gets changed in the room and um it's revealed that had he listened to John and just been patient in, in this time yeah. of absolute terror when he thinks his son is going to get killed by a drug dealer, um, he, uh, you know, savagely beats on John. But if he had stayed, he wouldn't have found that his son is in uh, safe. He was like, yeah, your son like is safe. safe in another room. And yeah. he's like, wink. <laughs> your son is safe. And if you're patient, <laughs> it's a pun. He is tucked away safe. <laughs> wink 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 oh there's a lot of that it's yeah. every like they have those seeds like almost in every single reveal where he's like uh the key to your freedom this is the key to your freedom and you're like that's a bullet john and you're like 
unless there's keys in there um yeah <laughs> john classic that guy <laughs> so him so that that is the big reveal right it's like time is to, is silly mm-hmm. if he just like didn't beat him mm-hmm. up he'd if, be yeah fine. if he just wasn't like a cop yeah if he was like a dad instead um and yeah uh oh and and donnie the cop donnie i forget his name eric um is trapped in that beginning trap yeah and uh amanda kicks away the saw or something like he doesn't have he doesn't have a way to get out and she doesn't suffocate him she just closes the door and she's like jerk you arrested me (laughs) hey ghoul scouts just sneaking in here to Uh, let you know that this episode turned out to be a lot longer than we expected, and so it is now two episodes. So I hope you enjoyed the first two uh, film reviews for the Saw franchise. It is a hefty one, so please tune in next week to see the rest of the franchise and just its toll it's had on us. And uh, also be sure to check out Saw 9, the short film that the ghouls have created. You can find that on our YouTube channel. Uh, Saw 9, super fun, but to get yourself pumped for your viewing pleasure of all of the Saw films. Thank you so much. Don't get married, delete your kids.